You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. There is indeed a big problem with the lack of transparency surrounding the deal. And the problem with this lack of transparency is that those that have the responsibility to oversee the deal on behalf of the public, which is the portfolio committee, basically have got no basis for approving or indeed expressing any reservations about the deal whose mechanics they quite simply do not understand. So over the many months that they've been asking for additional information, be provided to them so that they can make an informed call. The Department of Public Enterprises has repeatedly cited various confidentiality issues as a reason for not providing this information. But clearly, the information that has been provided is so limited in scope and so limited in nature, it is quite simply impossible for these particular portfolio committee to even pretend to understand what the deal is about. And obviously, now it has escalated to a point in time where the committee has taken the rather unprecedented unprecedented step of saying they're going to escalate the matter and report to the Speaker of Parliament that there is now this back and forth, this deadlock between them and the minister who insists that he cannot provide the information, but the parliamentarians insist that there must be a way that they can be given more in order to understand the deal so they can rubber stamp or even reject it if need be. And Kaya, do you think anything will come of that process of reporting it to the Speaker and also trying to subpoena these particular documents? I think the first part of asking the Speaker to do it probably won't have the type of success levels that we expected to have. So if you would remember from the conversation that the committee had, basically there were a couple of permutations that were teased about, well, well what is the best way to get this information? Mm. And of course, the Portfolio Committee, like any other, is dominated by ANC members of Parliament who then felt that the most elegant way or the least embarrassing way of getting the Minister to concede was to go through the route of the Speaker of Parliament rather than going for the alternative, which was recommended by other parties, which was to simply demand the information and have and force the minister to provide it to them. So the Speaker will obviously have to make a difficult call or whether she will indeed force a senior cabinet minister of her own party to essentially concede to what the committee, which they would regard as perhaps less senior in terms of political stature than them, in order for them to do their work, they need to see this information. And of course, when that happens, it'll still have some implications for the minister and it may be seen as quite embarrassing for him to be forced to do this when he is let's face it the one minister who's been trumpeting how he's a champion of integrity anti-corruption and transparency ever since he took on this portfolio in 2018. Kaya you know two questions arise from what you're saying and, and I'll start with you know this one is that what happens then in the absence of information because we all expected that information would be so easily available to Parliament so that we know which companies were shortlisted here. We know exactly uh, conclusively how much was spent here and how the public funds were spent. So what happens then in the realm of speculation, given what Kakudi has said and alleged has happened in this particular deal? 
Well, the most obvious consequence of refusing to share information about what is clearly a deal that is not only being contested, but even if it's not contested, it's a deal that's taken so long to get over the line. It's very clear that there were a lot of issues that were unresolved. By the time the announcement was made, there were a lot of conditions that the minister and the potential buyers quite simply could not resolve. There was expectations from National Treasury that National Treasury says they never, ever signed up for. So even if there were no allegations that were made by the former director general, there is still a lot of questions to be asked about, well, why has this deal taken so long to actually finalize? And I think what a lot of people also missed is that in the response to this particular latest episode, the Department of Public Enterprises, unsurprisingly, issued a long letter explaining that this accusation that it refuses to share information is quite simply untrue. However, there was one line that they managed to sneak into that particular press statement that says that the deal itself is being reassessed in light of the current market conditions. Now, of course, we have absolutely no idea what that means because, well, mm. guess what? We've never seen the original deal to begin with. Mm. But for them to now be arguing that the deal is being reassessed in light of current market conditions appears to be more confusing because we do not know what it is that they're reassessing and what the implications might be for the public and the public purse. Exactly. And, 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 and that for me was, was, was one of the things that puzzled me to say, what are you reassessing if the public doesn't even know how much of its money was spent? But Kaya, you know, we saw in the Zonda Commission's report the work of Parliament coming under scrutiny as an oversight body and the calls for it to be strengthened and for it to do effective work when it comes to oversight. But now, if things are happening like this and they're not able to get critical documents and they're finding themselves having difficulties to even understand what's going on, what does it mean then for its effective oversight work? Well, it's being severely compromised. And I think the irony is that it's being compromised by the one minister who has said that the entities that he oversees are the ones that were most affected by state capture. And as you said, in the state capture report, it was made very clear that if parliament is not able to exercise oversight over what happens in these particular entities, it makes them fertile ground for those that we want to enter into malfeasance to be able to sort of see them as easy targets. So this is not helping that particular that, that particular conversation. And I think obviously the biggest problem that these MPs have now is that because they've gone out in public and say, look, we've got no basis for actually forming an opinion on this particular deal, it is now not possible for them to then say, oh, we have with the deal in, in the absence of the information. So the information must be provided in order for them to eventually reach an opinion. And if that information is never provided, then they'll simply say, well, we never knew what to deal with. And then the president must decide how to engage with this particular matter. Okay, it's going to be an interesting one to see what happens um, with this particular story. Let me thank you so much for your time and uh, helping us make sense of these uh, developments. That was independent analyst Kai Sitoli. We'll continue to monitor what happens with this particular story because it's a big one. Public funds being spent on a deal that the public is being told must be shrouded in secrecy because there are certain aspects of it that must remain private according to their agreements. But why? These are public funds. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 Nationwide. 
our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.